Welcome to the Time Management Podcast with me, your host, Abigail Barnes. I'm a productivity coach, global speaker, time management author, and award-winning entrepreneur on a mission to share the 888 formula with the world and to remind you that it's your time. Leave it to me to bring you new time management tips, tricks, tools, and strategies to introduce you to guests, research, and case studies from around the world, and to give you a simple five-step process you can follow to up-level your productivity, achieve your goals, and create a life that exceeds your wildest dreams. I'm so excited that you're here, so let's get started. Welcome to the show. It's you and me today for a conversation all about the art of being delusional. This episode is for you if your current reality doesn't look anything like the dreams that you have for it. It's also for you if you are struggling with internal confusion right now, that you don't have any proof and you're starting to say this sentence over and over in your head, I should. I should have done this. I should have done that. Maybe it was this. Maybe it was that. It's also for you, perhaps if you are in the middle of a spiritual breakdown and you are wondering, where am I? Why am I here? What is the point of life? The art of being delusional, my friend. From my point of view, it's the fine line between being realistic and daring to dream in a world that needs to see physical proof before it will believe you. The Oxford Languages Dictionary describes it as holding false beliefs or judgments about your external reality that are held despite evidence to the contrary. The best example I can give you for this conversation right here, right now, today, is at this very podcast. I have had to be extremely delusional with this podcast. When people ask me, is this the time I should be investing? Is this the money I should be investing? Is this the attention, focus, social media I should be investing in when it comes to this podcast? AKA, is it the right thing? Now, perhaps I've said this to you before in previous conversations, previous episodes, but just to reiterate, in my view, There is no right thing or wrong thing. There is simply the thing you do today, the results you get, and the adaptations you make as a result of it. In the Dare to Dream 21 Day Challenge, we've been talking about a variety of different things, including your current reality and how that has not helped you or how it has helped you as far as achieving your goals are concerned. We have talked about your goals and your dreams. Most recently, we have talked about the roadblocks and the storytelling that stops you, me, us from achieving what it is that we want. And our final session for that Dare to Dream challenge is really going to be wrapping it all up and talking about it's your time. So this conversation today here dovetails very nicely. If you are in the both, listening to the both, you are going to see how it all aligns together. If you are catching up on this at a certain point in time, whether you are listening to this episode at the end of 2023, the beginning of 2024, or at some point in the future, the strategies, the tips, the tools I'm going to share in this episode will help you 
at any point in time, at any point in your life. It's so, so important that we live the life that we came here to live, that we don't end up watering down the life that we came here to live because of fear, because of other people's judgments, because of other people's thoughts, because of the external world around us. This belief comes from, if you've been listening for a while, I've talked about it on the podcast. If not, it comes from my near-death experience in 2012. In those moments when I thought that I was going to die, when I thought it was the end, the only feelings I felt were regret. Regret that I hadn't dared to dream. Regret that I hadn't been delusional enough. Regret that I hadn't taken action on the things that were in my heart, that were in my mind, that were eating at me day in, day out. If we've been hanging out for a while over the years, I've described this as having a hole in my soul. It was like there was something missing that I just didn't know how to fill. And I tried to fill it with everything else. Parties, Prada, Prosecco, promotions, pay rises, again and again and again and again and again. And it was Einstein who said insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Well, believe me, I tried things over and over again. They didn't work. So I'm saving you some time by saying the conversation that we're going to have today, the trainings that I deliver in the organization, they are all designed to help you, me, us become who we came here to be. So the reset method that I'm going to teach you today is taken from our 25-day group reset program, which has now been rebranded for 2024 as New Year, More You. We are going to keep using the reset method because it's so simple and it works. People have been following this since 2020. So it's an acronym. The R stands for review. So review where you are right now. This is your homework. So let me just get up the questions. You will be able to review these questions in the show notes as well if you are not clear on what I'm sharing here. I am asking you to review your current reality. So I said that the first thing we were going to talk about today is your current reality doesn't look like your dream life aspiration reality in your head. So question one, review your current reality. Write a list of what is going on right now. Just very simply, piece of paper, list it out. This is happening, 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 this is happening. Why this is helpful is because these are your fears. They are washing around in your mind, going on and on and on and on and on and on and on, and they are getting louder and louder and louder and louder. This exercise gets them out onto a piece of paper. Another way that I like to look at these fears, another analogy is I call them the hopping frogs because it starts off as one thing, it hops to another thing, it becomes another thing, it becomes another thing. And this usually comes out if you're talking about it to somebody. 
So when you're writing it down in a list, it's getting the washing machine brain on a piece of paper. When you're having a conversation with somebody, so this is when I'm in a coaching conversation with somebody, their hopping frogs become very, very obvious. And a sentence that I will use quite often is it's never about what it's about. We always think that the reason that we can't achieve or don't have or it's not going to work the way it does is because of X. And it's usually about something totally, totally different. It's much, much deeper. And it's one of the very basic human needs. It's a fear of abandonment. It's an anxiety about what might happen if it doesn't work out. Will I be homeless? Will I be disgraced? Will people judge me? It's a very, very basic, real catastrophic fear that's usually at the bottom of everything. But for the purpose of this, to keep it very, very simple, just write a list of the fears, the top level fears that are just washing around your brain right here, right now, and you feel are standing in the way between you and having the life that you want to be having. So the second letter of the reset method is E. And this stands for evaluate. So once you have your list, it is then a question of looking down that list and asking yourself word by word, is it true? Is it true? And do I have proof? This is taken from the work of Byron Katie. If you're familiar with that, she has a number of questions that she asks. This is one of her questions. Is this fear true? Do I have proof? So that's question number two. So you have your list and then step by step, is this true? Do I have proof? Is this true? Do I have proof? Is this true? Do I have proof? Spoiler alert, it's most likely not true and you most likely don't have proof. So this exercise helps you to remove a block very, very quickly. You obviously can do this with somebody else. We do it in my coaching, but you can do this on your own. This is the process that you could do for yourself. So then number three, this is where we're going into the daring to dream part of the program, the daring to dream part of this conversation, the daring to dream part of the challenge. As I said, all the work I teach is all leading to the same thing. We're always talking about the same thing. Who did you come here to be? What do you want to do? And how can you become more you? How can you become more of that person? So this is daring to dream. This is where you are becoming delusional. You've already identified the fears that might stop you. You already have proof that they're not true. So what are these two goals that you want to focus on in your career, your business, or your life? So on a piece of paper, start with this sentence. Even though my current reality is not my ideal reality, I'm excited, dot, dot, dot. And then after this dot, 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 this is where you write what has happened, aka your goals, your dreams, but you're writing it like it's happened. And just for imagination's sake, write it like you and I are having a conversation. Like we've gone for coffee, for tea, for water, whatever it is you drink, I'll have the coffee, you can have the water. And you are telling me 
Abigail, you will not believe what's happened. I got this phone call from X and Y happened. I received an email that confirmed X, Y, Z. I booked that trip to dot, dot, dot. I bought some new workout clothes because my exercise regime is just flying. I absolutely love working out. I found what works for me. It doesn't feel like work. It feels like fun. And I go every day or I go two, three times per week. I just go and it's giving me more energy. So not only have I just bought new workout clothes, I've also had to buy a new wardrobe because the clothes that I had before no longer fit the body that I now have. I now feel like I'm living in my own body. And so I wanted to buy clothes that represented who I am now. And so write about this, spend as long as you want. If you're listening to this before the end of the year, then use that middle week, the dead week where nobody knows what day of the week it is. Use that week to do this exercise. If you're joining us in the three-month program that starts on the 1st of January, we will be doing this exercise that week anyway in the program. And there's more training around explaining how to do this. But for the purposes of now, this can get you started. This can get you going. So this is really how you can hold on to your dreams despite your current reality your internal confusion, and maybe being in the middle of a spiritual breakdown. Even though I am dot, 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 I'm excited too. Just a very simple entry sentence to get you flowing when it comes to writing down your thoughts, feelings, goals, aspirations. So that's the R, that's the E of the reset method. The S is then the strategy. Once you know what two goals you want to focus on, then it's about breaking them down into daily steps. So that over 25 days in January, you can focus on two goals. In February, you can focus on two goals. In March, you can focus on two goals. You can stay in the program and continue throughout the rest of the year, or you can take what you've learned and keep repeating it over and over again. Because you're always reviewing, where am I now? What's going on? And then what is my new objective that I want to go to towards, aka the two goals? What is my new strategy? The last two letters of that acronym are E and T. The E is that then you have to execute and the T is tracking. Now, these two letters are almost the most important out of the entire model or method because there is an addiction at the moment in society to knowing things to have a certificate in it to have read a book about it to know it to have extra qualifications in it to da, 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 the list goes on but knowing something isn't really knowing it until you've done it you don't know it until you have physically felt it out in your body. Case in point, you could read a book about how to swim, but until you get in the water, you are not going to have the muscle memory 
of what that physically feels like to swim. And this is where so many people fall down in they know it, but their life doesn't reflect it because they haven't taken an action. So execute in the reset method is so, so, so important. And then tracking is almost as important because this is how you start to see, did what I chose to do, did it work, what worked, what didn't work, and how can I evolve it for next month? How can I evolve it for next time? Because as I was saying, there's no good, there's no bad, there's no better, there's no worse, but there is feedback, there is data, and the data can drive your decisions going forward. So I hope that this has been a beneficial conversation for you today. Although delusional gets a bad rap in the real world and people can sometimes feel like it's it's not a good thing to be delusional, in my mind, as long as you understand it's a fine line between holding on to your dream and taking action. That for me is the definition of delusional. I'm walking with my left foot in my dream. I'm walking with my right foot in my strategy. Dream, strategy, dream, strategy, dream, strategy. And I'm always moving forward and I'm adjusting my path because the journey of life is our life. So many people say, I'll be happy when I get there. And I used to controversially ask where there was, which then ended in an argument because they didn't understand what I was saying. But I was trying to point out that there doesn't even exist. Because where is there when I get there? So use that as a way to analyze your own life. Do you say, when I get there, it will all be? I hear people sometimes use this with holidays. I just need to get there. When I get there, it will all be okay. The problem with this is you're taking yourself. So if you're trying to escape your problems and you were part of the problem and you take yourself, part of the problem is going with you. So it's about understanding in all of this that we are imperfectly perfect. We are evolving souls. We are learning every single day. There is no better or worse. There is just simply getting in the water and learning how to swim. Getting off the seat, putting down the book, getting into the life and taking the action in the life. And this is how the dreams become the reality. But they're married together. We can't look at one and look at the other and not even consider how they're interconnected. So to bring it back to the podcast, I just had a feeling that the messages that I have been learning on my journey over the last 11 years since my stroke, rebuilding my why am I even here, could be helpful to others. The experience that I have in marketing the experience that I have in time management, the experience that I have running a business for 10 years, all of this, the network that I have, that I can bring onto the podcast as guests. The fact that I love asking people questions. I just had a feeling that it was worth 
giving it a go. And since we launched the podcast on the 19th of October, my birthday, the 19th of October, 2023, we've had almost at the time of recording right now, 2000 downloads of the podcast. And we have had listeners in 34 countries around the world. So when I look at the statistics every single day, because as I said, data drives decisions, there are people that I don't know listening to these conversations all around the world. And it blows my mind that I was delusional enough to believe that this was a project worth investing in. And if I can do that in my own life, in my own business, with my own money, at my own risk, then so can you too. And as I wrap this conversation up, I want to touch on something called toxic positivity. Because what I'm not saying is that you need to feel any kind of pressure to be positive, to be suppressing your negative emotions, to be judging your feelings and your reactions and your experience. Toxic positivity is when we don't allow what we feel to be okay. And when we understand that our feelings are like clouds in the sky, they float by, and we are the observer of the clouds. Like we would look up at the sky and go, oh, clouds. We wouldn't go, oh, I don't like that cloud, but I do like that cloud, but I don't like that cloud, but that cloud, oh, that cloud makes me really sad. Oh, that cloud makes me really happy. Oh, that cloud was really hard. They're just clouds. And when we allow our emotions to pass by, we are not making them wrong. We are not saying we are not allowed to feel. We are not trying to make up a story about them. We are not saying things like, oh, well, it happened for a reason and it happened for the best and I'm stronger and better because of it. We are just the observer of the clouds. And it then comes back to this right or wrong and the feedback and how I can adjust. And if we just become almost analytical about, oh, okay, that worked, that didn't work. That did this, that didn't do that. Rather than worked, didn't work as fear words, work didn't work as unemotional. How can I adjust it? And it made me feel this, okay. So it made you feel this. So let's talk about that. So what in and around that came up for you and how did that impact you moving forward? And what would you like to be different next time around? And what do you think you could do about that? And it's just understanding that there are answers. When you question how you felt, often you can take the energy away from it very, very simply with a question because it's not what you thought it was. Remember at the beginning where I said things are rarely about what they're about, they're usually about something entirely different. And how am I able to sense these things, see these things, say these things in conversations with clients? Because I am not you in your life. I am an external observer of it. I'm also trained. I'm also intuitive. It's also my human 
design. I can see things. I can sense things. I can feel things. It's just how I am designed. And I'm so, so excited to say that next year we're going to have a human design teacher, reader, trainer on the podcast talking all about human design. And we're going to look at it from the point of view of my chart, my design, and how that shows up in my life. And then weave that into how you can apply that to your own life. So as we are wrapping up this episode and wrapping up season one of the Time Management Podcast, there may or may not be a bonus episode after this finishing out the year. If there isn't, it has been an absolute pleasure and an honor to be on this incredible journey and ride with you, reaching countries that I never even thought would be on the list. And until next time, my friend, remember, stay safe, stay well, and it's your time. New Year More You starts on the 1st of January. It's a three-month group program. During our time together, you'll focus on six goals you want to achieve. That's two per month. And you will learn how to do this using our Reset Method Framework. The program includes so many things. So click the link below to find out more. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to let me know by leaving a review so I can keep the good stuff coming. Come and say hi on Instagram at Success by Design Training or visit my website, successbydesigntraining.com or connect with me on LinkedIn. Just search Abigail Barnes. Until next time, don't forget... You are amazing and it's your time.